The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome to the Source of Truth podcast. It is Tuesday morning and we are so glad you're with us and studying the word of God with us together. Uh, we're in Ecclesiastes chapter number 12 this morning. Uh, if you're watching this live or listening to this or watching this later, we greatly appreciate just the opportunity to be with you. And as we look at this, we're going to look at a verse that I think is often used specifically when dealing with teenagers. But I have to say that probably it's something that each and every one of us should look at no matter what age we find ourselves at at this moment. One of the things, what we're going to look at from one verse in Ecclesiastes chapter 12 is the aspect and the importance of decisions that we make. The decisions we make, I mean, some we know that some decisions are going to be very insignificant, small little things, what we're going to have for lunch, things of that nature. Some of them are going to be larger decisions, decisions that we make. I think one of the things we'll see in this passage, most importantly, is not just decisions, but ultimately what Solomon wants us to recognize is the results of decisions we make. Every decision we make does have some level of consequence or result, and that's what he wants us to see as he's coming to the end of his life, trying to warn others of what he has seen throughout his life. So let's look in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 1. It says, Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth, while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. So he starts off in, in chapter 12, verse 1, with the phrase that's important for us to understand is he says, Remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Well, obviously the person he's trying to get us to remember is God. God is the creator. So we are to keep in remembrance in our lives our creator, but he clarifies by saying in the days of our youth. And he didn't, let me just kind of explain the verse and then we'll get into the practical because while the evil days come not, nor the years draw nigh, when thou shalt say I have no pleasure in them. Here's simply what he's saying. Make a point at your age right now to remember God you're creating the decisions and the actions you make and in the plans you have for your future. Then he says, while the evil's days draw nigh, here's what he's simply saying. Remember now, before you come to a point in your life where you say, I wish I could go back and do that over again. Before you come to a point where you look back on your life, on the decisions that did not have God involved in them, on decisions you made just for yourself, you made kind of on your own, and you, you just kind of, whatever you thought was best in the moment, and now you're looking 10, 20, 30 years down the road saying, man, I wish I could go back to that day and make a better decision. And so he's simply saying that if we make if we're making human reactive decisions without going to God and walking with God and letting God be part of that decision making, we're more than likely going to look back at part of our life. He's going to call them the evil days. We're going to live in regret. The evil days will come where we sit there and say, man, I, I wish I could go back to that day. And not every decision we're going to make in life is going to have that much weight on our future. It's not like if I decide to go eat at a fast food restaurant, which is not necessarily healthy, it's not like you know the rest of my life is gonna be dependent. Now, if I, if I make a habit of eating every day at that place, then probably uh, that's gonna become problematic for the future. But the key is this, the key is that he, he phrases, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Now, again, this is why we say a lot of times pe uh, preachers focus their attention to teenagers on this. Because here's what happens, and, and I would say this happens often with just teens, but I believe in my experience that 
that while this is a little more, this is something that we normally see and people normally are okay, I guess, when you say seeing it with teenagers, I think this happens even in the next stage of life and a little further. We get this idea, okay, I grew up in a Christian home or I'm at church or whatever it be, and I, I know I have to make some decisions, so I I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put off my decisions for God until I'm later, until I'm 25, until I'm 30, until I'm 40, or in some cases, until I get out of high school. I'm going to live high school, and then when I get out of high school, then I'll start making, serving for God an important aspect of my life. Well, the struggle with that is, is statistically speaking, if we don't start deciding at a certain age what we're going to do, we just keep putting that decision off. So if we as 16, 17, 18-year-olds have not decided what we are going to do with God, then more than likely we will put off the decision what we're going to do with God and we'll just keep shoving that down the road. So the ultimate decision he says at a young age is decide, is God going to be part of your life? Is he, in what part of your life are you going to allow him to be? Uh, you've been given opportunities, you know the truth. What are you going to do with God at this time of your life? This is going to be true of somebody at 25 because here's what I've learned. That same thing hits us at 18, 19, statistically speaking, uh, well over 75% of kids who grew up in, in, in church, and this is pretty much any denomination, who grew up in church between 18 to 28, they're going to take that time off, most of them. And it's not like they're leaving the church they grew up in to go to another church. Most of them are just kind of going to bail on church. Some of them will hang out church randomly, and if they do, it's okay, whatever, but it's not, they're not committed. They don't decide until they're 28, 29, 30. And unfortunately, again, statistically speaking, many of them are going to find themselves with a list of regrets, um, and just all kinds of things that could be decisions they've made that now are going to follow them the rest of their life. And so Solomon, having watched this happen, is telling everybody, don't put off the decisions for God until you're older. Now, we look at this because we see the name, the Ford youth, and we say, okay, well, I'm going to make sure that I, you know, I'm already beyond that. I'm not a teenager. I'm not a young adult anymore. But let me give you a perspective from my thought. I, I'm 45. Um, I have two of my kids have graduated high school. I have a up-and-coming sophomore in the, in the fall. I'll be a sophomore in high school. And so what I'm looking at is the fact that the stage of life of having children in my home is coming to an end, and it feels like it's coming to an end rapidly. And the next thought in my life is, okay, grandkids coming into my life. It, it can easily look at my perspective and say, well, this stage is over, I, I'm not that young person, so this verse doesn't apply to me. Here's the simple application. I have a lot of life ahead of me still. And I now have to start making decisions for my next season. What am I going to do as a parent to adults? What am I going to do as a husband to my wife? What is my life going to be like when our house is empty? These are decisions I have to make now. But really the question comes down is not how can I make the next season great. What am I going to do for God in the next season of life? How am I going to invest what I've been given continually for the next 20, 30, 40 years that God gives me on this earth? And that comes down to the key. So while I'm not as young as I used to be, my life's not over. So I can still put down that I have a lot of decisions to make between now and the time that God takes me home if he tarries. So I have to make a decision. So the key is I can say, well, I'll wait till I'm 65 before I make decisions on retirement or things like that. No, I need to decide now, Lord, what is God still going to be part of my life in that area? Now, you say you're a preacher, you're supposed to make those decisions. Well, let's, let's ignore that position. Let's all just look at this practically. It, sometimes we think because we struggle with regrets, we get to this point and say, well, it, we just kind of continue to make the same mistakes over. Let me encourage you in one area as we, as we finish here today, and I think this thought's important. 
many of us that are, are at this point of our life, we're not 18, 19, or 25 anymore. Uh, and, you know, we all wish we had the wisdom we do now and the willingness to listen that we have now that, you know, we wish we had that when we were 25. We would have made less mistakes. And it's true. Also, the same case, the mistakes we made many times were what God used to bring us to Him. So that's okay as well. Can I encourage us that we can't redo last year? We all, we all look back at some point and say, man, if I could just go back to this part or this part or this part. And unfortunately, we can't. So we have to acknowledge what the apostle Paul said. And he says, forgetting those things which are behind, not living on that. We're teaching forth unto those things which are behind. Then he says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. There is a prize. There is a goal. There is something to reach forward to. And so I've encouraged you, no matter what stage of life you're in, and, and every stage of life is going to have a different thing that we press toward. How we do, how we serve God will change in every season of life. The key is, will God remain to be in that season? Will God still be there? Will he still have a predominant place in my life? Will he still have the preeminence that the book of Colossians encourages us to have in our life? Will, he, will we continue to invest back into the next generation or will we make it about us? May we never do that. May we constantly keep God at the forefront so that we don't have to look back and say, I wish I didn't waste that time of my life for God. So I hope as we go through whatever season you're in, let's, let's put whatever it is we wish we could change in the past behind and, and just embrace 2022 and where we are. Lord, what can I do moving forward? And, and allow God and, and to, to work in our hearts. And if you are younger, I encourage you, really decide what you're going to do with God now. I mean, begin to make it, be skeptical, look, search the word of God, but let God have his place in your life that he wants to have. So you don't have to look back 30 years from now and say, I wish I had rethought that at this age. You have that opportunity. Take advantage of it today. Well, thanks again for joining us on this Tuesday morning and giving me the opportunity to be part of your day. And I hope this is an encouragement. I hope you take the truth of it and, because it is the Word of God. This is not my opinion. That's why we call it the source of truth. And embrace that because that is where we can be guaranteed that we have God's blessing on our life and we are in obedience to God's Word. Well, thanks again for being part of this and we hope to see you again tomorrow.